You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. Hello, ladies. I hope you're both doing well this fine day. You know, I I wanted to kind of uh, pick your brains on something that we discussed in a class I'm taking, which is called Know Thyself. And the question came up of what is God to you? And in the past it would have been pretty easy. You know, I would have said, oh, God is energy. I call it the divine, um, love, um, anything great, creator, just, you know, kind of, I felt a lot of things I've collected along the way, but I've, I really did not answer in a way I had previously ever answered before in that, in that I still my belief is there's something greater. Okay. The divine, I call it the divine. I'm, I'm getting, I'm not even using the word God too much anymore because it is for me, it's old, um, old downloading, you know, from religious, uh, training. Old, so old I want to, I want to create my own. Exactly. So con divine, but I'm caught between, between seeing maybe the fact that I used to think it was this great energy and this powerful space consciousness to not even thinking that anymore to like kind of going to a, it's kind of scary for me in a certain, cause it's, it becomes less spiritual to, I want to call it just a program, like to a program, you know, but then if I even call this divine, a program that runs everything, but there's still got to be something beyond that that, that rent that runs the program. So it just, I just keep going back and back with no definition. Um, I feel like I'm pulling away from this. I mean, I know for sure I pulled away from the, you know, the man in the white clouds, but that comforting, loving, you know, I just kind of pulling away from that too. And I'm recognizing myself as the divine more and more to the point where, yeah, I just don't feel that warmth anymore externally and that kind of scares me and it kind of lonely yeah so it's a weird separation and you know breaking away but yet finding god on another you know the divine or god on the other side so what do you i'm gonna throw that at you ladies and see how your own understanding or explanations can be shared i'll let heather go first so for me i i still believe that there there is a is God. Um, I feel God on an energetic level. So I feel all energies on an energetic level that that's just my jam. So when I tap into God, he feels a certain way. And even when, so one of my new psychic senses that has been coming up and getting stronger and stronger is my head turns to a certain way. And that is a certain area where I feel the connection with whoever, whether it be my team, God, or other. So my head gets tilted in a certain way, 
And I know that that is my connection to God. But I feel that there is something more than just God. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Or was it, no, it was a while ago, actually. Maybe in 2019. I had asked, who, who created God? Because I just felt like God, there was more than just God. I was like, who is God? And sure enough, within a day or two, I heard Sandra Walter say, there is more than just God. There is creation itself, the source of all creation. And I said, oh, thank you for my answer. And then that Friday, I got from Amujam. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this, and I'm not sure if anybody's ready to hear this, but there is more than just God. There is, there is creation, creation itself, who made God. And I was just like, wow, there, there's the validation right there for me. Like, you know, holy cow, thanks. I asked and look at what happened. It showed up. So, and when I tap into source, source creator, um, the energy that I get back is profound. It's just, it's huge. It comes from my heart center and it just explodes out. So I've been tapping into source, getting to know source, being okay and comfortable with source, just like I had to do with God. I had to open up a channel, a line and say, I want a deeper, stronger connection with you. And then just allow it to be in progress. And it was like a muscle and it just started growing from there to the point now um, where I sit in mantras sometimes saying, I am source. Because we are all creator gods. Source creator created us as creator gods. There's nothing and, that is not source. Yeah. We are all, this is how we are all connected. And to me, I see God as the first separation. And then we come from that. And it comes down like a cone. Does that make sense? Good explanation. I like that. Um, I have not worked with God in years, I work with source. Um, to, for, to raise my hand, when you say, and I don't want to get you off your tangent, but so God and source are two different things in your mindset. Yeah. Okay. So Can you explain that? To in the sense, but keeping in mind that what we just said, everything is source. So right, so everything comes from source. Um, so to me, God is a creation of our consciousness, and the best way I ever heard it described what made it click for me for now, because it's always maybe changing. <laughs> Think of our consciousness each as a brick and God is the house. Without the bricks, there's no God, but we're still the bricks because we are actually source. So to me, God is a creation of our consciousness's agreement. Like this is God, which is very, to me, very powerful, but just, I don't work with that. I, I just, I keep finding myself going to source. I think it's why other than Sipigamo and my dragon, I don't, I don't manifest a team for myself. You know, I'm just sort of like in this really comfortable source fog and that's sort of where I work. So that's the imagery I work with, if that helps you at all. So, okay. So if, 
so you're working with stars because you you're saying you know it's I had to use the word above, but it 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 is beyond you know, it's God, just right? Comfortable. It, 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 yeah, it just feels it's comfortable. just more comfortable so, for right. me. Yeah. So you don't like so you're because the ideology of God is again is this creation that for you it doesn't resonate. You're going to go straight to again the source. That's why it is the source. There's a lot of baggage with the word God. There's a lot of comfort, but I've been really working for years to get past my comfort level. You know, I wanted to see past my team. Um, I wanted to see like, where is this Mm -hmm. coming from? Start right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that would be, so working with like your dragon and, you know, any kind of assistance that's still source. It's it's represented in an identifiable way, maybe a comfort way, maybe a a, a stuffed animal. (laughs) I even said the other day, I was working on Heather's fields um, for her and I felt she's dealing with a lot of energy right now. And I felt like this is above my pay grade. And I said, I need to manifest. I need source to manifest. I need someone beside me. I need to feel someone beside me. So I asked my team, I asked Sipi Gomo, who's um, the uh, goddess from divine, divine yeah, from, goddess. Yeah, from uh, Buddhist bond tradition. And then my dragon below. I said, I, you know, I, I need, I need to see, I need my, I need my little stuffed animals. I mean, I, I can't go into this room alone. Um, but for the most part, because I understand that there's still emanations of me, for the most part, I'm trying to just remove everything that's between me and source. Because a couple of times I've been in that state, um, I realized from there, we can make magic, right? When you're in that state, that's pure creation. Yeah. So I'm tr- I've, that's what I'm trying. No, I will get back there that's what I'm steadily working on I think to get us off track but but yeah that's why I, I work with source so would you concur Heather um thank you Angela for with your team that that also is an expression of source but it's you, you kind of the same ideology that it's personalized for you that you've exactly. created maybe the team no. or source create the team how, how do you see I think it? source created the team okay. I think I think I belong to a, a conscious collective. That's where that's where I play. I belong on a soul level. I belong to a conscious collective group, and it's also I work a lot with the angelic teams. So that's a Christ consciousness group that I work with, and this is where this is what I've have known and been with. They are also source source creation itself as well. It's so hard to quantify exactly all these levels and layers, and that's all it is. It's just levels and layers until you get to the 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 core of of every light being. You know what I mean? Even even the densest energies also have a spark of source in them because they were created by source themselves. So. There's nothing that's not been created by source, you know, and I think a lot of people interchange God with source. Yeah. You know, so, and and I don't think there's a right or wrong. I just found the term source to me. I define it a little bit differently, but my, I think I mentioned this before. My favorite sort of visual metaphor for source is I once saw this TV show on somebody, this artist who works with sand, he was on the beach and he created an entire city of sand. I mean, there were fountains, there were people, there were cars, there were hotels. I think it was actually he did downtown Las Vegas, but it, to intricate detail. 
and everything was made of sand. And I was like, boof, that's source. That's the world we live in. There's nothing that is not source, source, whether you deem it good or bad, evil or light, dark, whatever. It's all source. Yeah. I don't so, know if I answered your question, Stephanie. I don't think yeah, any of us have answered our question. No, <laughs> you know what? For some people, this could, well, for, it, it becomes just mind blown for ourselves, right? Because you may feel it, you may sense it, and you may know it in your heart, but sometimes explaining it, it, yeah. it can even trip us up, right? Oh, because hard. the word, the words just aren't there. And maybe the vision of how you're seeing it, it just it can't be explained the way you see it. So it might, we might lose people and just like what the heck we're talking about. So, but really it's just, it's about what do you really, what do you believe about God or source, the divine? How do you worship? If that's the word, how do you follow? How do you love? How do you think about it? So it's just allowing people to kind of think outside the box. If it scares you, I understand that. You just go right back to what feels comfortable. Um, and maybe you come back to it later. The first time I ever thought of life without a God. Um, my sister and I were just kind of talking about something we had saw on the TV, which was that we were programs, humans are programs. And that the thought process was that what's running the program was not even, um, it was, they used like a extraterrestrial kind of thing, not necessarily alien, just, uh, something that is not of this land. Right. And, um, it was, it felt so cold and so scary that like just something, that was not necessary. I don't know why I just thought it wouldn't be loving. I just really did not feel good with it. It made me sad that night. We both the next day came back and talked to you and both said, I can't think that way because I feel like I lost my parent, right? Like I belong to nothing. And that's fine because at the time our, our mindset and our, our beliefs were really still, um, limited, I would use that word to what we had been taught since then I've thought outside the box and I've been able to come in and out to the point where now, the next question I would ask you both is God and love, you know, the same thing is God, the ex expression of love is God, the definition of love, or is God not necessarily has to do with love? How, how do you both see that? Source to me is love. God to me is the consciousness collective. It's okay. we've all created so we will, that. Whatever it puts into it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. But source to me is love. I think whatever you, what we spring from is the energetic vibration is love okay. is how yeah. I see it. Yeah. And that's yeah. interesting how you put like, so God, right. The collective, because whatever the mindset of, of the humans, the people, the energies are contributing to you're saying yeah. that is the then expression at the time or I ever changing. Well, we're creator gods, right? So we're all creating. Right. And then this is the sort of the meta God. And I don't know, Sandra Walters says interesting things about how this, I think this universe, this existence or whatever is based on love. There's others that aren't. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I just know that God is a more limited concept to me. So source to me is love. Cause I feel like love is very, love wins out. Love is where we're all from. And, and you're just, and, if I can repeat what you're saying, then you're saying you can't imagine source without love. You feel like source yeah. is love. Okay. So those yeah. two and God's a different, a different kind of concept that you're still working on. And, and I understand that with a, yeah. with a collective, that's very interesting. How about you, Heather? What is source love is love? God, yeah. are they all the yeah, same? Yeah. Are they different? Um, I do believe, I, I do believe that source is love. I actually say uh, source, love, light, energy now. 
that's changed this actually this week. So source love light energy runs freely through me in a, whatever area needs the attention and it just clears it out. And so, yeah, I mean, it says it right there, love light energy. So, but yeah, I do believe God is also love. I haven't really, I haven't really gone down the path of trying to dissect if God is love or not love, how much does love God have, all of that. It, it just, it just, it, I don't know if it doesn't feel right just to do that. It just, it just never came up to dissect it that way. Um, yeah, that's what I got to say on that one. <laughs> so let me ask you if, if everything is source, so then we're, we're always of source. You're saying that you kind of, that that's your thought process right now, but are we always of God too, or not necessarily? Because it is a consciousness. If it's from the collective, how would well, you? Yeah, I mean, we can't help it. To, I mean, God, this is so interesting because I don't really work with the concept a lot. Um, but if we're all bricks in the house, you know, now we can take it apart and build something different, and that God looks different because it's a different. Maybe it's just an archway. Who knows? But we're still creating it. So, gosh, I don't even remember the question. Well, the question <laughs> is: Can you can you be of source, but not necessarily of God? Or the again, oh, no. because it's one and the same. Every, if God is source, the source yeah. is God. You're still both, regardless of what you call it. Yeah. Yeah, Which, and that's you. You can't separate it out. That's why I like trying to get to that level. It's like if you access that level, you're everything at once you are the goddess that you pray to you are your team that you rely on help like there's it's the same material it's 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 the same energetic energy so i don't know if i agree if it's the same energetic energy um for me it's a little different like when i close my eyes and i see through my mind's eye everybody has a different color in their Mm -hmm. in their in their and their vibrational energy. So to me, everybody has a slightly different vibrational energy. But the energy to me is still the same. It's just yeah. vibrating differently. Okay. How? Explain that. How? So the way I see it, because the way I see it, I think you and I are agreeing. Um, the energy is the same. It's just vibrating different. It's like, think of it like water at a boiling or a room temperature, it's still the same water. It's just vibrating differently, but you're going to interact with it and it's going to have different qualities and different abilities mm-hmm. exactly. at different vibrations. Okay. You don't have that. You don't have to agree with me. In no, my no, mind, no, we I agree, don't. but if it, you know, no, it's fine. I'm just, um, I'm feeling into it basically. Feel, yeah. See, see how it resonates with you and, and, and how, how much are we getting tripped up on words? You know, that gets in the way of our relationship, right? Because mm-hmm. there's such a definition with God that if you really don't like Angela was saying, resonate with the word anymore, it, it doesn't mean it's not there for her. It's just, it's just not the idea that it used to right. be. So she's working with it differently, describing it differently, as well as Heather, the same thing. It's just got a different relationship. So we all have an interpretation, even if we read the same thing of what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. I, I had brought up in class because we were, we were talking about the relationship with God and is it necessary, you know, is it, is it, is it necessary for, and how did it go? You know, is God necessary, just necessary as, as, as existences? So most people are going to say, yes, well, someone had to create, 
But I felt myself saying no, like, because again, I saw it as a word. No, God is not necessary. God is just a made up word with again an identity with maybe the collective that Angela was saying that I like. So I, I just felt like, no, because it felt limited, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of went beyond that. And a lot of the people were still in that mindset of, wait, but you need God. God created us. So, and I recognize how that's where I used to think. And it doesn't mean it's wrong by any means, but I felt like I've unlimited myself, but in un, but untethering myself and going out there now, just like a crazy balloon with just, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of in a, in a mode of nothing sticking really right now. Right. It's just kind yeah. of all, but I'm not scared or lost, but nothing really is like identifying with me right now. So it's kind of interesting. I'm very ambivalent to it. And that's the first time I've ever felt that. So that's I don't, I, I know it's kind of interesting. I don't feel necessary love, but I don't feel fear. Yeah. Um, and that's a weird place to be, you know, and I, I, I'm grateful that the ego is letting me at least be somewhere kind of in the middle because it usually wants to pull, right. It's what it thinks I need to think. Yeah. And that's usually fear-based, right. Follow the rules. This is what we were taught. Right. right you were drilled right. into every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really cool. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, um, I think it's you're 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 experiencing neutrality. I can't mm-hmm. even say the word correctly. Neutrality. That's a good word for it. That's a good word for it. Yeah. And in and it and you get used to this pendulum not swaying back and forth so like in so so strongly. It's not super positive or super negative. Exactly. It's just it's just in the middle. It just is. Well, once you can get to this state, Stephanie, is where you can start creating from there because you're not being pulled in each direction with emotions. So that's so true. That is exactly true. Mm -hmm. So this is where you as a creator of God can start creating and manifesting from yourself is at this point of zero. I've never saw it that way, Heather, but that is so true because how can one really come to know itself as source or to even really see it truly if if you don't go first to a place where you you lose what you believed you knew mm-hmm. and yet you don't fear exploring and for me you know it may not be for everyone but i certainly had to get away from the fear and had to get away from the stories um and there's i i i'm just shocked that i'm not frightened with this place i'm at right now because it's, it's so typical for me to feel guilt like oh my gosh you're saying you know, you don't you necessarily don't. need a God. You're saying these things that are blasphemous, right? But I'm okay with that, which is the first time in a long, well, ever. I mean, not a long You've time. You've done ever. so much work though. Yeah. You've done so that, much work. I guess work. there's comfort in that. I don't, I, I don't believe I'll stay there forever. I don't, I don't want to stay there forever, but I think Heather's right. There might be an opportunity here of what's going to be created or recognized because I've wiped everything in this, in this moment, you know, so it leaves opportunity for expansion and expansion, how that's going to represent itself or, um, you know, unfold. I don't know, but uh, I'm glad you guys are very supportive in this because it's kind of a hard thing to admit, right. To, to most people don't want to hear it. Like, what are you saying? There is no God. What are you talking about? You know, know you're saying you belong to nothing. (laughs) You know, it's cool though. Um, is the further out you go, the more you end up where you are, you know, my dad and I, my dad was trained as a Jesuit and I'm like, 
I don't believe in God at that time. You know, I, I believe in God now. It's just the concept I've been saying. And last year we were having a talk and he was saying, you know, cause he goes to church, he's Catholic. Right. And we were sort of comparing ideologies on something. I forget what started the conversation. And, and now maybe it's because I'm mature enough um, that instead of being defensive the way I was when I was, you know, in my twenties and thirties, uh, that I could actually see the underpinnings that were the same. And he's coming from Catholicism and I'm coming from, you know, I'm out in the source fog, but the underpinnings were really the same. It's just different expressions of it. And some people like to have rules and, and codes and, you're allowed to do this only after you've taken these steps. And, you know, some people are more free for all and running crazy in the forest, Um, (laughs) you know, but it's really, when you keep searching, you keep on, for me, I'll, I'll say this, my, my journey has been the farther out I go, the more I'm standing right where I always was. It's just, I see it differently. I forget what's that saying. The, the secret of, Oh, it's not going on. Bo- oh, I Never mind. Never mind. But it's a really cool saying. It's all about, <laughs> back it's all about having new eyes versus new mm-hmm. lands or whatever. Um, you know, like I firmly believe that as we go on, science and, and magic will, will will be revealed to be quite the same. Yes, you know, yet, yesterday's magic is today's science, right? So we just don't have the right perspective, but the further out and the farther back and the more neutral you are, when you look, the more you realize, oh my God, I've only been looking and trying to define this tiny one tile and this huge mosaic. So I think people will start to realize if you don't get lost in the rules of it, that the tenets of most people's belief are quite similar. Do you guys think that it's, if that a person can not believe in God per se God and, and yet still have faith, or do you think if you have faith, you're definitely connected to a belief in God or some kind of divine, because I've always thought of having faith as believing certainly in something. And that would have to be, well, something that created you. You could have us. faith in science. Oh, interesting. And you can have faith in science. Okay. So a person who believes in something, something, but science. So like using the big bang thing that the big bang thing. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so intelligent. (laughs) Perhaps uh, supporting the big bang theory. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to look up because doesn't Shinto No, Shinto has gods. I'm trying to see something. Shinto has no founder. Shinto has no God. Shinto does not require adherence to follow it as their only religion. So you can have faith and it be Shintoism and that doesn't have a God. But what would you have faith? I guess I'm, you, know, expl- you guys have explanation. What would you have faith in if it wasn't in, in a God or a, some Life. kind of divine being? I don't Life. know what that looks it's like. Whatever you, it's whatever you decide. You, you, yeah. Faith isn't tied to the word God. True. Faith is tied to believing in your own something other than yourself something Something other other than than yourself yourself. which is still going to be a divine being right you could have faith in science people and and look at half the world's their religion is science 
you know, they, so they, they believe in the molecules or in the, or in they the, believe in, the in empirical data. They believe in being tested. If I see it, it's true. If I don't, it's not. Uh, interesting. I mean, we all have our own personal religions, whether yeah. it's Democrat yeah. or Republican yeah. or science or religion, we all have our faith in something. It's a belief in something. Faith doesn't have to be tied to divine or God. It's just a belief, something that makes you feel connected. I guess where I get lost is the science part has a formula that can show you, you know, X plus Y equals. So to me, it's visible. And so I think of faith as most as, as being blind, something you can't see, but you just, you, you, you put your, hopes or trust into, I guess that's what I'm getting caught up on, on faith. I just never thought of faith. Do you have faith that, you know, tomorrow's going to, to, to come and, and, you know, the sun will rise again. That's faith. Cause you don't know for sure, but do I have faith that let's see what, what would be more, I, I got to think of something that's more obvious, you know, do I have faith that, uh, you know, the oceans are not going to run out. I mean, it's just like something I could see, of course, they're not going to, then run out, but I don't know if the sun will come tomorrow because I can't see it yet. I guess it's that. That's a terrible. It's a really bad. Example. No, but I get what you're trying to say. But <laughs> Look at Heather, she's like, <laughs> I get. I think what you're trying to say, but you know, people when they have faith in science, they're like, I don't see the atoms, but I have faith because okay, I have a gotcha. hope okay. um, that right. this chemical you have to believe in will something. happen. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because if you okay. don't believe in God, you have faith. There is no God. Hmm. Is that faith of that? That's interesting. So you can have faith in my opinion, believing in anything. The, the way I use the word faith, the way uh -huh. I kind of understand it, that, you know, everybody's faith might be different or everybody's definition. I think that's the thing. Uh, the age we live in is everything's so individualized. Everybody's really kind of operating on their own definition. Definitions don't hold for everyone anymore. Like no. they used to. No, that, that's the beautiful thing, but that's, what's creating chaos right now. Because all these creator gods are not in alignment. We're in the process of, I believe, in getting into alignment, but it has to be authentic. And it can't be from a sense of fear or being told, in my opinion. I think people, it reminds me of, you know, when you were little and you were like in assembly and it was loud and people, the teachers would be like, okay, be quiet. And everybody's shushing each other and shushing and everybody gets louder and louder and louder until you finally just stop talking yourself. Yeah. And everybody just stops talking themselves. And then it's quiet. I feel like we're in that phase of alignment until everybody finally says, you know what, I'm just going to align myself and have faith that the person next to me is going to be able to get their alignment together. And then we'll just, you know, well, we'll get this done eventually. <laughs> so that's funny. That's, that's a good, that's a good example. How about Heather, Heather faith? What does that mean to you? And would you agree with Angela that, you know, science, uh, believing in science is his own faith, or do you see yeah. it as something connected to spirit, something spiritual? No. Okay. No, I, Go ahead. I believe, I believe in what Angela said, especially okay. about the auditorium thing. Like everybody's yeah. like <laughs> all these instruments, you know, when you hear that, the, the, the orchestra all playing and tuning their little instrument uh -huh. yeah. and then all of a sudden they come together and it's yeah. just like Ooh. so yeah that's what it that's what it reminds me of we're just all trying to fine-tune our instrument so that we can consciously get together and connect with source that's what we've decided 
because we do it we on on some level we do it all together. We make up we make up the rules as we go. Especially right now. The rules are getting made up. There is no planning for the future. There is no future right now because everything is so not in a negative. Fun. It's everybody's gonna die away. Yeah, no, not not <laughs> that. <laughs> not in a negative. Everybody's gonna die for sure. But it's just um it's an interesting time to be in because what do I want to say? Yeah, we're just we're just trying to get to where we need to go in order to have peace cuz that's I think that's what everybody wanted. Everybody's like enough is enough. I want peace for the most part. So guess what one all the conscious collective wanted peace at a certain time and it started building from there. So and my team said yes. <laughs> your team said yes. So do you think, okay, God or the divine is any different when you've adapted a, um, a ideology that was given to you and you live by that basic, no, I don't basic. I'd be careful with my words for people who follow a structured traditionalism, you know, whether it be religion or just a, this is what God is period. And, and that's what, you know, there's, there's no deviating from that. You certainly are wrong for thinking the way you do is, is a person still in your eyes able to understand God the same way as someone who breaks apart and goes like we talked about, finds your own way. Uh, is it, does it matter? Is it still the same? Cause it's true to you. You know what it's, that's, it's passing judgment on that person mm-hmm. because they don't see in a certain way. I, for me, it's everybody's way is okay. And however that may be. So to say, to say that, no, that, that's, that, that means I'm passing judgment on the person and saying, just like they are like, no, God's the only way. And that's it. That's being very structured and saying, you know, like, okay, so my way is the only way in being very structured in that way and not allowing it to flow freely. And everybody's, everybody tries to find their own jam. You know what I mean? It's like, nope, this is how I jam. This is how I connect. And that's okay too. So for me, it's just everything. Yeah. And all things, everything is okay. Even, even their path, because that's the, that's the way they wanted to, to learn and grow from there. And that's okay. You know, my my favorite poem of all is written by Rilke, and he didn't speak English. He didn't write it in English. It's translated, and I'm moved by it to tears. But, you know, if you think of religions as languages, which one's better? He created it in a different language. I'm understanding it in a totally different one, and I'm still moved. I think the truths with a capital T don't need, well, don't need religion. Humans need religion in order to try to express this connection um, or spirituality. So no, I, I, there is certainly paths I do not understand at all, and I can't help but judge them. But I, um, but I, you know, it's like go with God, literally, um, because they just so don't work for me that. It's like, oh, if they could, there is a part of me that will always think, oh, if I could only, but I know that they're feeling the same way about me. And so it's like, at least we have that in common. (laughs) Um, 
<laughs> and it's an, <laughs> and it's an opportunity to to grow and and to keep in check what I say my values are, which is everybody's allowed to do their own as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Um, everybody finds their own way, so it, it may be different, but there's some amazing mystic saints who are firmly entrenched in religion. And I would never say, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, you did not understand God the way I understand God. It's like, no, they had a pretty good relationship with God, source, whatever you want to call. Um, they just went about it in a different way. Do you think uh, people, there are some thought process that everyone is born with like a God spark in them? It's just there's this, this thing that's actually in our, I don't know if, if you, they believe it's in the DNA or certainly in our energy field, it's there. It's this little God spark. So if we have this God spark and a person is never um, taught religion and never is, is, is open-minded, like where we have discussions and, and, and seek to find a uh, community or a, or a beginning do you think a person will still search for a divine? You think it's innate in us? Like even without anyone asking us questions or teaching us anything, we would still look for it and feel connected to something. What do you guys think on that? I don't, I think we see examples in celebrity pop culture, people who don't look for it. You know, um, I, I don't know that everybody looks for it, but everybody is it. You could be born uh, a grandmaster chess player into a family that's never heard of chess and you never play it, but you still have that inherent ability. You just may never know in this lifetime, but it's there. It just wasn't unlocked. You're saying, okay. Yeah. So, okay. So you wouldn't everything recognize is source. it. Gotcha. Uh -huh. Everything is source. Everything is God. So there's no escaping it. It's like, if some people, you know, people have DNA, but if they don't recognize it, is it there? Yeah. In my opinion, it's still there. Um, it's just not a concern for you in this lifetime. Interesting. Okay. How about it's you, Heather? Opinion. What do you think about that? The God spark? Um, is, is, it, is it there? And if it is there, it, will it ever, was it always to come out or for us as humans to recognize it? Um. I think it's always been there, most definitely. Um, I think every single one of us have a God spark. But um, whether it needs to be recognized or to come out, no, I don't. There. What if you wanted to know what it was like to feel separated from source? So you came to a place in wanting to feel that. So whether your intention, your life theme is to go that direction then that then that's their dream they want to try to to feel and see you know what if what if i have all these parameters around me can i still be my my you know divine cosmic self who knows you know let's go experiment and try out have either one <laughs> of you ever recognized the divine you know yourself recognizing yourself as the divine is there a moment you'd ever like to share with that so you're the divine you're part of source and you, in that blink moment, you know, whether it's been meditation or somewhere, you know, walking the earth, you recognized in that moment that, oh my gosh, I am the divine. I, this is God. I am God. Uh, I am the creator. Has it happened yet? Or has uh, Heather shaken? Yes. Yeah. 
You want yeah, to share? Can definitely. you share? Is it? Is oh it yeah, I've shared on on the podcast actually, where okay, where I've had somebody on the table, and mm-hmm. I'm doing an energy healing session, and all of a sudden, mm, it flips, and I realize that I'm seeing the my, I'm seeing this person through the eyes of God through Source. So okay, yeah, through the eyes. So you had you had again that. That the vision, moment. right from this is not Heather seen. This is this is the no, divine working even, through. I didn't even separate myself as. Oh, no, interesting. I didn't even separate myself. I just <laughs> knew I was I was source looking through Heather's Heather's temple at this mm-hmm. person in front of me, mm-hmm. and that and I just accepted as that. I didn't even separate. Oh look, Heather! Like source is looking at through Heather's. Right, you know, right. not separated in the third. It was just this is it. It was a fleeting moment. It lasts for a little bit. It happens you, every often. It happens uh, every yeah. so often when you recognize I, when I see it. Uh-huh. People tapping in. Do you? And you're still saying source. Do you? Do you see it as something again outside of you, or or no. bigger than you, or you see it as you? It's just source I see recognizing. It as me. Okay. I, I, yeah, okay. I just see it as God recognizing God on the table, basically. Okay. Gotcha. And because I was, I have had such a very close relationship with God first, and then now it's now it's building upon Source. Because at first, when I came out, I felt more comfortable with saying Source. I felt more uh, um, infinite Source Creator when I first came on to the you know like the Reiki scene and and just really busting out on scene. And I had a hard time connecting with the word God because of everything that that was religion put behind it and what it meant. Mm -hmm. So I had to get right with God, basically. (laughs) And then I swung back around back to source. And now here I am in this unadulterated way, I guess you'd say. The the wounding is not there and it's pure and it's clean and rightful. Yeah. How about how about Angela? Have you recognized yourself as the divine? And what was that like? If you can share. I mean, I'm trying to give examples. I remember actually one of the first profound ones of me recognizing the divine spark in someone else. I was actually with a dog. I was helping my boss's uh, little dog, and all of a sudden, I there was. It's just hard to explain. There was just like this. I saw the dog as being around this divine spark and I didn't see it. It's just like all of a sudden I was interacting with the God part and there happened to be a dog around it. I've had that with, I've walked up to a tree that I was taking care of and I, all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's the God and now it's in, or source is now in the shape of a tree, but I was resonating with that. the way Joseph Campbell, I think, describes this, if it might help, is like you see a, a ceiling full of different light bulbs. Do you either see them as individual light bulbs or do you see it as electricity going through one electrical current going through different light bulbs versus different electricity in each? You know, it's like, and for a moment, you go up to the electrical level and you connect with, on for me, on what, on that source level that god spark level i don't know how to describe it mm-hmm. it's just it's like this really neat shift and then the it knowingness. comes back 
Yeah. It's a knowing. Yeah. Thing. It's like your clairsentience kicked in and. Yeah. It's just, and then, and then you feel it come back. You know, you, for me, I feel it shift. So. And then you're full Angela ego consciousness of being who you are again. It's just, that's what you're saying in that. And on the individual light bulb again. Right. Okay. Got you. You know, not the current. There's a light bulb next to me instead. Yeah. Um, Something uh, that Heather said about um, different experiences and some people want to come down and feel disconnected. And it all of a sudden, when you were saying that, it reminded all of a sudden I had this image of like, you really want to see a scary movie. So you go in, you sit down in the movie theater and then there's somebody who doesn't want people to feel bad or scared. So anytime something is about to happen, they're like, okay, so here's a picture of the actual actor and here's the makeup that went into it. And, and just like, and you're like, leave me alone. I want to be scared. Like, let me have this experience. It's kind of like some people, I mean, there are phases of my life. I look back and I think, well, I guess I just wanted to experience that because <laughs> hell, why else would I go through it? You know, and, and I'm wiser for it. I'm wiser for every stupid thing I've done. So not that people who don't want to feel the connection or, or go after chasing the connection are dumb. It's just, they are making a different choice. And if you look at the soul as this not discrete life, but this continuum, then what you do in this life is so a blip a blip it's it's two seconds in the morning of an entire day right so my soul agrees with cool. you <laughs> my soul. <laughs> so who are we to be like oh you spent those two seconds wrong like no i spent them the way i wanted to spend them so i could have a full experience i'm gonna ask lastly religion has taught us that god is always you know the good the light the love um how would you guys or both, how you both ladies describe negativity, evil, harm, bad things? Is that God or the divine or source too? You know, because Everything unless you believe in the devil, then, and maybe you still, but maybe the devil is source too, right? So how do, how do people understand that there's a balance? How would, how would you explain it for yourself? You Everything is source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Angela. Um, everything is source. I do believe there is evil, but it's still from source. It's just evil is the most disconnected you can be from source. And one has truly forgotten who they are and their connection, in my opinion, their connection to source. And that's what, where pain and, you know, quote unquote, badness comes from as people who have forgotten they are God, that there is a connection. And every, I think that everything people do is trying to reconnect, trying to foster that feeling of connection. And some people do bad, evil things because they're trying to feel that connection and they're going about it in a very wrong way instead of going within and reconnecting and knowing that what you're chasing after is in you. So, you know, should that just because though everything is source doesn't mean there's no consequences. It's that whole you're in the dream or are you awake from the dream? 
thing that I, I've talked about in the past. There's still consequences to your actions, but but everything is source, even evil. Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's face is just like. So okay, so no, let me no. let me. Yeah, no, so I got it. Remember when I had mentioned about when you're in a dream and you do horrible things or so many horrible things to you and you hate them and you're so angry and you still feel that way when you wake up and then you keep waking up and you realize oh, that was all me. That wasn't real. That was all me. It's that being awake level is where. I think people choose, okay, this is where I'm going to have this experience. This is when I go to sleep tonight, I want to dream this. This is how I want to be in the dream. When you're in the dream and you're either the victim or the villain, you're operating from the belief of being in the dream. So there are consequences. And and while you're in the dream, there should be consequences. But above that, everything is you. Everything is quote unquote you. It's source. Which is a, a example. Yeah, I just of, like muddy it up even more. Well, no, but so so that dream state. If you then explain it as we are perhaps again a version of a dream state for the source, right? It's just it's always still us in that we think it's us, but it's source. It's having us portray source through you know these individuals, these experiences, it's, these yeah, contrasts, so right? So. Why does, I mean, that's a whole nother, probably another, we'll have to, we'll, we'll have to ask that on our next show is like, why there have to be consequences because if source is doing things that we've made the word evil from, but it's still source, it's a creator. I mean, contrast is just, we've decided it's bad, but you know. Well, if you if walk up and stab me, I'm going to want there to be consequences right, for that. Right. Yeah. On the human level, on the ego right. level. And the- now is, is your soul going to hell? No, I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. Do I want it to go to jail? Yeah. <laughs> Good explanation. <laughs> and, and Heather, uh, how are you going to explain source having negative or evil do you is it all still part or is there really contrast where there's something else that's as that's as big and and as creative expansive as source and it's the opposite no she says no 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 i i i am very in depth with this like can i explain it no but i have partaken in a lot of team shenanigans um yeah that's an interesting story anyways um So, to me, the source of all creation, source creator, has created evil, because how would you know there was light without darkness? So there's one aspect. And also, you, in order to experience something, you're going to need something that is, is a denser energy to experience it through. Because if you're all love and light walking around going, hey, love and light to you, fellow brothers and sisters, you're not going to be experiencing stuff and learning from yourself and growing from yourself. So this is where, do I think there's a devil? No, I've never believed. I think 
there's a conscious collective creative hell space because we've created in our minds whether we think we're unworthy or we've done such an evil deed that we need to go there to punish ourselves. So how do you get out of that space? How do you as source creator get out of that space? So whether it's created, whether it's, you know, it's and it's an entity coming in, it there's it just is to me. That's how I see see um dark energies. I don't I don't call them en- evil. To me, it's not evil. It's just dark energy, um, dark, dense energy. That's how I feel them. That's how I see them. They're actually red to me. They come in very red and yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) they come in red. I see them as red with my mind's eye. And also, um, how else, how else do I see the denser, darker energy? Um, You know, they're also called power and control energies because, you know, if you want to experience lack, how, how, how do you not experience lack without a power control energy, power over power under also, um, I, 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 you know, today I heard it was such an interesting, um, topic. It was a masterclass that Sandra Walter put on YouTube, not, not YouTube. It was, um, Instagram. So Sandra Walters put a little video. It's not, it's not little. It's actually a long video and 47 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I was all excited when I couldn't get it in before our podcast. So I'm 47. Oh, wait till you hear it. It's phenomenal. So she talks about how the denser, darker energy, you know, whether you call it evil, whether, you know, power and control, it actually, it actually, restricts the flow of source and it 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 also um decays so um so the negativity is decaying decaying your your connection with source it restricts the flow and it decays like a rat chewing on a a wire or a line type thing or like mold decaying something yeah yeah and so how does, can one fix it? Does one choosing uh, to connect with source, choosing mm-hmm. to connect with God, whatever you're comfortable with, start off with it there first. Cause that's what I did. I connect, I was comfortable with the word source. So I was like, Hey, what up? Let me connect with source. And then that's when I swung around to what I was uncomfortable with. And then now I'm swinging back around to what I am comfortable with source. And where your attention goes, it'll strengthen. Like if you exactly. think for now, like feel, you know, you feel your body, right? Now focus on your right elbow. And all of a sudden you can really feel what's going on in your right elbow. But before, you know, for me, it's just all one, like maybe I might notice that my sit bones are like getting sore in the chair, but you know, now you go to your left knee and suddenly you forget your right elbow and you're at your left knee. And that becomes, you know, so the same can, in my opinion, can be done when you think, okay, source, come in. Source, you are source. But when you start to say source, come in, it start, you really start to feel what's going on and what's there. It's like, that's why, you know, I use, when I think privately, um, I guess some call it praying <laughs> when I pray or meditate, I ask that my awareness expand. And I use that instead of asking to connect now, because I'm, it, it really solidifies for me that I'm already connected. 
what I need is for my awareness to become conscious that yeah I hope that makes sense yeah and I'd like to add on top of that is we have we have divine will we have we have a will where source is not going to overstep source's self to come in and override what you want so you're going to have to want the connection mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you you give the first choice because whenever I've had interactions with the dark energies I had to allow my team to come in to help me first Mm -hmm. so and it's just like that I had to allow this connection with source say hey I want a deeper stronger connection with you source and that's exactly where I am in I've I have grown so much because I have actually said I want a deeper stronger relationship a deeper stronger connection with source with myself and I give my permission for that and just let it be. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I'm glad you, you threw in your, when you said myself, because when you were saying, I want a deeper connection with source, it kept feeling like, okay, but that's not recognizing you as source, but then you said with myself. So again, it's just, again, it could just be, um, you know, words we're using here. It's semantics. Uh, right. Exactly. And Go ahead, but Heather. it depends where you're at, though. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like if you still see yourself separated from use that term until you're comfortable with it, changing it around. You know what I mean? So even though you use words like I want to connect with source, you already are connected. You've always been connected. It's just you want to open the path bigger and you are you are that it's just you got to go through all the levels and layers into order to get to your, your divine spark. So uh, are you trying to get a dialogue or are you trying to recognize yourself? I'm trying to recognize myself. The dialogue becomes maybe how the relationship starts, Yeah, you know, and that then leads into more expansion and an understanding. Okay. And then just circling back to when you talked about before the decaying um, connection, even even if the connection again was decayed to the point where it's gone, it's still never gone. It's still Is that just gone. not recognizing I again? Small, I just uh-huh. think there's like a fine little thread. Like what mm-hmm. I see in my mind's eye right now is just this little thread that keeps connected with the spark that's in it. And it's still there and it's never going to fully decay. Impossible just, to. Yeah. Because there's, I think there's always some part of denser, darker energy that wants to reestablish. It wants to come back up from where it's at. I don't think they're, I, I don't feel. Instead of, yeah. That wants to come up from where it's at. What do you mean? A deeper, darker energy. It wants to come out from where it's at. That That's the human? From what level? Or- no, there's, there's more than just. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. There, there's energies out there that are pretty nasty. Okay. Created by source. They are of source though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then they chose to focus on the separation. Mm-hmm. And I would have to imagine. It's a perfect example of being yeah. separated from yeah. source. And a lot of it comes from and then creates more pain. So, you know, it's just pain after pain. And if you have millennia, and that's the path of the soul is to just go through millennia of pain, you can get, you know, I'm, I use the term evil energies that are very very dark but there's still 
they originate and they can never separate from source. So it may be a very long road home, Mm -hmm. but all roads lead to home. And they may not consciously know that's what they want, but that's where we're all being pulled. Mm -hmm. I had an interesting interaction this actually this week where Team Shenanigans was, of course, I called it the Energies Team Shenanigans. So they came in this, this at night and they have been every single night for months now where I'm just <laughs> so cleaning house, basically. So I watched my soul self be consumed by this darker, denser energy. And then all of a sudden, this darker, denser energy started changing because it was consuming the light and I was watching this change and it was phenomenal. Yeah. And I said, Oh, can I do that too? And it was like, no, Heather, you can't because, because at a certain point you have all this emotional wounding where you won't be coming out of it. So, so let, let yourself at a soul level handle it. So it consumed you, but you consumed it. Yeah. Because you transmuted that energy as my soul is infinite light Mm -hmm. so it has an abundance of light that it can give so as it's eating it's as this denser darker energy is eating this light it keeps on getting lighter and lighter and lighter until it's like oh oh they say you are what you eat so (laughs) (laughs) that's um i think that's called chode chod if i remember correctly in buddhism when i was studying with my teacher i was like oh yeah i just like figured I'm divine light. I can't be destroyed. So I just let it eat me. She's like, that's true. And it's also kind of like Heather's soul and mod- like, but you have to be trained to do that on a conscious level. So I was like, okay, back enough, back enough. But I think on a lesser level, I, I've always still done that when the mental stuff gets to be too much. I just, I let go and I don't fight because I have faith that that spark is who I am. And whatever they take, consume can be rebuilt. But um, yeah, it's 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 a spiritual practice that the Buddhists use a lot yeah. because it alters the world. I love that. So it ends in light, which is lovely. Which so I think we should end in light. Love and light, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. What a beautiful, lovely show. I love this one. So yeah. I hope that our listeners liked it too. We like to thank you for tuning in to the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.